You are listening to the Power and Pros Podcast, a platform that serves as an active advocate for Black women to embody their authentic voice. Power and Pros is a space of healing and an invitation to profess the power you possess. Come along on the journey and let's get into the show. Hey guys, you are listening to the very first episode of the Power and Pros Podcast. I'm super, 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 super excited to be recording this episode. Um, And if you are listening to it, that means that I didn't chicken out, that I stood on faith for everything that I think this podcast is going to be, and that I recorded and distributed the show. Um, So again, Power and Pros is a platform that serves as an active advocate for Black women to embody their authentic voice. There are so many, so many, so many spaces in the world that tells women that their their voices are invalid, either because it's too loud or it's not delivered in a certain way with a certain tone, maybe a vernacular, depending on if you went to school or not, or what school you went to, or whatever that thing is, and that your voice as at its most authentic self isn't enough. There's an overwhelming amount of places, spaces, and people that will tell you that. And I also think that coupled with the lack of advocates, active advocates for black women to fully step into their power, to fully own their story, their narrative, their feelings, and embody that, whatever that means for them, because that's where the, the crux of that, when you can advocate for people and stand in the trenches with them and implore them to bring their full selves to wherever they are, that intersection is where all the power is and I think that too often there's there's not enough of that happening of that advocacy happening and of black women just believing that their boy their voice is enough to fully embody that they don't have to shape shift to be anything else or fit a mold that's been created for them to fit into and so that's why I created this platform that's why I'm talking to you guys um it's a struggle that I've found in my personal life with my personal story and it's scary me creating this podcast is scary um stepping into my authentic voice on the daily is scary even with people that know me it's just you might know me a little bit deeper if I share something as authentic as I can versus yesterday. And then if you add up what I shared yesterday, what I'm sharing today, and what I'm going to share tomorrow, all of that, you're getting, you're getting to know me that much deeper. And that's vulnerable. It puts you in a vulnerable position. People can know your inner thoughts. They can start to inter, um, interact with you in different ways because they can anticipate how you're going to respond to them and all these type of things. And I look at that as a negative thing. Most of the time, I look at it as a negative. People can understand where I'm coming from, or if you can think of what I'm going to say before I say it, then I'm too predictable, or whatever that thing is. When there's power in that, there's power that people are even invested enough in what you have to say that they want to understand how you respond to something later. They want to understand, you know, you're going to choose this type of brunch spot because you like this type of food, or whatever that is, something as minute as that. I see is vulnerable in a lot of cases and in the prep for this podcast and after distributing it as more and more episodes begin to crank out, I think that I'll be able to shift my perspective of what I view power to be, shift the perspective of where I place 
my power source from, um, where I'm plugging into, and owning my pros. And however I choose that I want to share that, distribute it, to withhold it and give it to who I think it's good for at the time, I think that that's the journey that I want you guys to come along with me on. And hopefully that this platform can be a space, an invitation for you to profess the power that you have, to profess the authentic voice that maybe you hold back on in certain spaces or with certain people, and that you won't have to do that. So that's what Power and Pearls' mission is. That is what we're here to kind of unravel and unfold with together. And with the very, very first episode, we're going to be doing that with Power in Setting Intentions. Intentions are super, super, super important. They, to ground us a little bit, Intentions to me isn't the full-fledged belief that this thing will happen. I think that sometimes we can pause from setting intentions simply because it's like, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can fully come out on the other side of Victor with the challenge that's ahead of me. And I will feel dumb if I don't come out as a victor because it was my challenge that I set. And I think that feeling dumb feeling or the sense of not accomplishing something, that stops us from setting intentions all together. So with power in setting intentions, I want to talk about today how just setting it up, just setting it up can create opportunities for success down the line. If you set up your perfect form, if you're playing basketball, You're not going to make every shot. You just won't. It's literally impossible that every time you shoot a ball, it's going to go into the hoop. But by setting the intention that that's what you're going to do and going to practice and lifting weights and working out, doing drills, all that stuff, your probability goes up. Your probability goes up. If the ball doesn't make it in, you're less deterred. Because your intent, you know what your intention is. You know that your eyes on the prize, and that next time it'll come through, and next time it'll come through, and you can have trust in that because the intention's already been set. You've been set up for success. So there's a lot of power in setting intentions. There's a lot of power in knowing what your intentions are. Before you even hold yourself to that standard, before you even say, I have to reach this goal, this mark, what is the goal? What is the mark? And it can be different in different seasons and in different times in your life. And depending on what you're working towards, what you already have set up for that thing, it might look different. But there is a little pre-work that you have to do of even putting down the barriers of I can't and saying, if I could do anything, if I could reach the tippy top of this mountain and be my very, 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 very best self, what does that look like for me? What do I want to hold up in victory at the end when I climb the top of this mountain? What did I do it for? So if we take this podcast, for example, I... With no holes barred, no boundaries around me, I want this show to touch millions of people. And the millions of people that it touches, I want them to be able to own 
who they authentically are, not caring about who's watching, who's listening, and how they interpret their authentic selves to be. I want the listener's view of themselves to be the most important. And that through that, they can begin to break chains in their own way because they've lifted off the the shackles off themselves that they can empower other people strictly by sharing their story, strictly by delivering their story in a way that's authentic to them. So that's my hope for the show. That's my intention. From that, I have to set intentions. Now that I know my overall intention, my overall goal, I have to start setting intentions for how I'm going to achieve that. And that is when I lost it. It's like I start to get scared. Actually, just saying that I want to reach millions of people. It's scary. It's like millions of people. I don't think I can do that. I don't even know if the people from my personal page are going to follow the podcast Instagram page. I have no idea. And that terrifies me. I think that I'm not going to get followers, that people aren't going to come along. And I'm talking about I want to touch millions of people. It's like, girl, how are you going to do that? And I have nothing to... I have nothing to stop the doubts from coming if I'm not in the gym. So the first time I miss, the first time I miss, I'm recording this right now. I have 23 followers on Instagram right now. 23. So if I put this show out or when I put this show out and I still have 23 followers, I can consider that a miss. And the doubts could start to flow in and I could be unsure of what I have going on. But if I have intentions and I'm in the gym and I'm shooting and I'm putting shots up and I'm lifting weights and I'm telling people what I want to do and they're telling me their tactics of how they achieve similar things, I can now place a higher trust that I'm going to achieve my goal. So it's simply me being authentic on this show me setting the right atmosphere to record when I'm at home so I'm in my best self um, by taking in things that are inspiring to me so that way I'm, I'm feeding my soul and I'm feeding the goal with more likenesses of what that goal will look like once I achieve it. So with that, that's what's kind of happening here. Um, with the show specifically, but with every episode, I do kind of want to share a bit of prose that's not related to the show. So we'll have our prose reading, or what I like to call the power punch, um, and kind of just where I'm at in my journey, what I'm looking to be, and I hope that each time I share that it can be inspiring to you guys that maybe you could have your own prose if you're a writer if you're not a writer maybe you could start and that by me sharing a piece of me and my story that it can inspire you guys to do the same thing so without further ado we're gonna have our power punch of the week this week's power punch is a piece that i wrote for a prompt called Intent, um, it kind of goes a little bit into how I 
used to set intentions. It revealed to me ways that I need to improve on how I do that. And it kind of informs why I set the intentions that I make. My mom told me I could leave if I wanted once. I was upset with her. She upset with me. We paused, waiting on the other to muster up the courage that would liberate the other. She wasn't going to do what I wanted. Wasn't going to be what I needed, so I bolted. She stood there, watched as I packed my bag, a Mickey Mouse duffel I received for Christmas. There was an extra compartment you could use to extend the bag, and as I unzipped it to stuff more clothes in, I could smell the freedom. I slugged my bag over my shoulder full of all my essentials, my favorite book, my iPod Nano, and a notebook and pen. I marched down Leverett Ave exactly four houses down to my best friend Maisha's house, because I mean, really, where else was I going to go? As her mom called my mom to say I made it safely, I celebrated my release with ice cream in Maisha's kitchen. I don't like to let people get too close. Unsure of their intent, I remain guarded. My duffel bag always close by in the event that I need to leave the scene. My mama taught me that even family can let you down, so beware of the others. Beware of their stares, beholding you like rubies, waiting on the chance to crush you and watch you trickle like blood. Beware of their promises to hold together your delicate parts, the clay that is your inside so fragile that you never know when it'll break. Beware of they. Beware of them. Beware. I never thought much of the term defense mechanism. How it can cause conversion, proactively adjusting the atmosphere, somehow changing your resolution. Rather than looking for genuine connections, you look for how others are dubious. In lieu of positive affirmation, you hunt for deceit. I thought myself smart, avoiding the sneaky nooks and crannies of hurt. Sharp of me to dodge the potholes of two-month-long friendships that would end up being more trouble than they were worth. Wise to contort each interaction I had into one that would work for me. Except this isn't working for me at all. In the quest to uncover the motives of others, I failed to water the plant of my aims. I went about my relationships the same, both platonic and romantic alike. That is, until a few months ago. I was listening to a podcast when it jumped out, Defense Mechanisms. The phrase, both chilling yet familiar. So piercing it formed a hole, unwilling to relinquish its grip from my throat. My defense had a grip on my throat and I took offense to the podcast I was listening to because there was no world where I wanted to be called out on a Wednesday afternoon about how I was messed up. I began to do research online on myself. Google says I resort to projection and displacement. My Bible says that I don't trust God. I think I just haven't told the little girl inside of me that it's okay to put down her Mickey Mouse duffel bag. The more I think about it, maybe all of the above are true. This week's Power Punch derived from a place when I wasn't talking to my roommate. I love my roommate. She's super, 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 super amazing. Thankful to have her in New York. It's super, super um, difficult to find people that you want to live with, that you want to go through this crazy ride in the city with. Um, so I'm thankful that ever since I've moved here, she's been my roommate. And yeah, it's been super dope. But there was a point when I wasn't talking to her. Um, I was like upset 
and I didn't really explain to her why I was upset and all this stuff was going on. And with that, after we got back cool, I still moved different. This is the first time she did something I didn't like. And this is the first time that she saw how I acted when people do things that I don't like. And in that, it was difficult for me. I knew that she was off the hook, quote unquote. I knew that it wasn't that bad. I knew that me not talking to her anymore for this extraneous amount of time was harsh. I knew that I wasn't really articulating myself well, my feelings well, even to myself. And I was really trying to figure out, am I fake? Like, what's going on? Am I being, like, intentionally rude? Like, how is she feeling about this whole thing? But I also don't want to talk about it because she made me mad in the first place. So she looking, I'm talking to her now. Like, all this stuff is going on. And then this writing group that I used to go to every month, they released their topic of the month. And it was intent. And every time they drop a topic, you can interpret it however you want you can write a poem you can write prose you can do a short story whatever form that you like however you interpret the word of that month to be so all this is going on with my roommate and then they drop and it's intent and I start thinking and I'm like what am I gonna do I think I don't want to do a poem this time and maybe I'm just not even gonna go we'll see like what date it is I'm looking at all the logistics and I play a podcast episode from Teray Roberts, and it was talking about. Obviously, it's like it's Christ Teray Roberts is a pastor in L.A. They have a church in L.A. and Denver, um, and I listened to their podcast. Him and his wife Sarah Jakes Roberts, and the podcast was talking about you know just like placing your faith in. God and like working with other people and all of these things and then he started talking about defense mechanisms out of nowhere if somebody else was listening to this episode the same day as me they would have been like mm, Pastor Roberts went on a tangent a little bit about 20 minutes in but it was good like you know it was like he not really talking about what the episode title is anymore but we still on track we gonna roll with it whatever but for me I was like wow like it was so eye-opening and I was like all right well like I literally had to pause it because I'm like you're coming for me right now and I was not prepared for this did not sign up for this and I don't need this and so I paused it I was like taking notes always do and then I paused and I was like I need a second and I just had to write and that happens to me when it's those moments where it's like, I just have to write. It's good, but it's usually some unpacking that's going on, like some deep, something's about to come out of this that's going to be forever more different in me. And with this writing session, that was true. It was me unpacking my defense. Like, how do I prepare for what I deem a battle? And with my roommate, I was going through a battle with her. It was like, yo, you have disrespected me and there's just certain ways that I'm going to ensure that you can never disrespect me again. And with that came my defense mechanism. With that came, I'm not going to go deeper with you anymore. Like, she try to hang out. I'm like, mm, we live together. I don't need to hang. It's like, it was just, it's crazy. Like, I literally changed the way our friendship looked. Because I decided that I wasn't going to let her hurt me anymore. 
And I was looking at her intention as if we hang out or anything that our friendship does not mean as much as it should. So because of that, her intentions are off. Because of that, her goal for this friendship isn't somewhere that I want it to be and all these other things when I needed to be checking my intentions that if I wanted it to go well, if I wanted us to be friends um, that had a longevity and things that we said to each other or like experiences and memories that we had, then I had to change how I was going about things. That I had to set myself up, go back to the gym despite what I thought I already knew, go back to the gym and work on my shot. And it doesn't matter what the other team has going on, the defense, that I know that my offense is on point, it's on lock, the game's tight. So because of that, nobody else can knock me off my game, period. And I didn't have that mindset whatsoever before listening to Tere Roberts. It was like, you have me messed up, so now I'm going to change my game. And that's wrong. There's no way you'll win. There's no way you can win playing somebody else's game. This podcast stuff, it ain't going to go that far if I'm using somebody else's voice to do it, somebody else's formula on how this podcast thing's supposed to work. I'm going to lose myself in it completely. I might as well just give them the money, give them the the whatever, because they're going to have it all. Even if I made it to the tippy top, it's not going to be off me and my merit and what I bring to the table, my strengths. So with that, I started writing and the piece that I just shared with y'all is what came out of it. And it had nothing to do with her, <laughs> nothing to do with guys, literally just like my mom, my mom is a person who I thought I could trust to no end, 100%, no matter what, to the end of the earth, that I could trust her to have my back, to have me covered, to have my front, to go before me, to lead me to where I need to go. And there was a day and some months where that wasn't true. Then my mom let me down in a way that I never thought she let me down. That my relationship with her was tainted in a way that I thought no one, especially not me, could have a tainted relationship with their mom. There was no way that it was possible, except I was feeling it. It happened to me. And once that happened, I was like, I'm through. I'm done. There's no way. And you don't notice it. But what I was saying in the poem, which is like, I guess my line of the piece would be, I just haven't told the little girl inside of me that it's okay to put down her Mickey Mouse duffel bag. Carrying around certain things sets up your intent. It sets it up. It sets it up so, 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 so much. So if I want to to write and I don't carry a pen, I haven't really set myself up for success. And I might not have an idea at the time or know who's going to hear it after I write it. Like, who am I writing for? I might not know any of that. But if my intent at the bare bones base level is to write. I need the writing tools. 
So if my intent is to have a great relationship with my roommate, I can't carry around a defense mechanism. Can't do it. It won't work. It won't work. If I'm like, you know what? I'm just not going to go deep with her because she just did this thing. And then she don't talk to me how I want her to talk to me. And like, blah, blah, blah. I'm carrying around all the stuff that's going to manifest the things that I don't like. Period. There's no other resolution that can come from it. So with that, I decided I needed to do something about it. So I'm going to share those do something about it moments with you guys, which I'm going to call the power play. So my power play was that I'm one, I have to let her know the defense got to come down. The walls got to come down and I have to build a bridge. How am I going to build a bridge to get her to see where I'm coming from, what I want her to gather? And I didn't I didn't know the words. I know where to start. And it was it was also we're cool now we're not we're not beefing no more like we're straight so it was how do i say yo we cool but we kind of not cool because i ain't talking to you how we usually talk to you and i know you can tell because you know how i used to act it was like all of these thoughts swirling in my head how am i gonna build this bridge that i kind of took down brick by brick myself and i didn't have an answer i didn't have an answer all i had was this intent prompt writing that I wrote. And so I decided to print it out. I was at work. I printed it out and I slipped under her door. I slipped under her door um, and I was like, when she wakes up, well, I did it the next morning when I was about to go to work the next morning. So I was like, when she wakes up, she'll read this and then we can go from there. But I, I don't have any other words. She knows where we at, she knows where we were. Hopefully this makes some type of sense. This this prose about my mom will make some type of sense to her. So I slipped on her door. I went to work and I'm shaking. <laughs> and then I was like, you know what? You already did it. You can't take it back. You're actually running late. So you just need to get on the train and it is what it is now. And that's that was my power play. It's like, we're going to do this and it's going to be healing for you. Because you can't have run behind these defense mechanisms anymore. You have to set your intent that this is going to go well. It's going to be received how you want it to be received. And that if it's not initially, that you have the know-how, the voice, and the press that you can explain what you mean. So I went to work, going about Monday, business as usual, and she texted me. And she was like, she read it. She cried. It was great. She wants to talk about not only our friendship, but just the writing in general. Like, if she's just that good. Um, and it touched her. And it made her think about her defense mechanisms and all of this stuff in this text message at work. And I was shook. There was no way. One, I think she's going to cry. Um, if you know my roommate, friends that are listening, she's not a crier for sure. So that threw me off. And then it was also just to care about the peace. I was sharing it because of where our friendship was and where we were not setting the intention that I'm going to get feedback on my writing style, which is something that I'm also insecure about. Um, And so 
with setting that one goal, that one intention and actually attacking it, going in the gym and shooting, and my mind is on this one thing, is getting the ball in the hoop, I got these additional things. Maybe I can recruit an additional team member over here to help me reach that goal. Or like, I don't know, I win the championship or whatever. We go on this basketball thing. Like, that wasn't even my intent. My intent is to stay locked in the gym and keep my eyes on a prize of putting my ball in the hoop. Small, table stakes, but it's big. In the moment, it seems so big and so trivial. And how can I do this? And what are people going to say? And I didn't make it last time and all of this stuff. But once you set that main intention, it can have offspring that you can't imagine. It can spark something that you can't imagine. Building up this podcast, talking to my roommate has been, she's been a a pivotal, 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 pivotal person in getting this thing off the ground. I talked to her about all my ideas, all my Instagram templates and like my walls, the days when I doubt myself, the days when I'm on top of the world, all of it. She's heard it all and I don't know if she would have if I couldn't get over sharing that initial piece that had nothing and everything to do with her now going from there anything I've written has nothing to do with her for real the podcast definitely doesn't this is just a me thing and you can come along on a journey whatever and I'm way more comfortable now because I've knocked that defense down it gotta go if my intent is to reach millions of people, but I'm worried, on, I have a defense up with getting vulnerable enough to meet the one that I live with and been living with for two years, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to reach the ultimate goal. I don't know if I'm going to get to the championship. I don't know if, how many days in the gym I can shoot. Is it really practice? If I'm not talking to her, if I'm not doing that type of thing. So it was just really nice to do that move it to go well we talked about our stuff and then I got feedback because I would say that my roommate isn't who I would think is my target like she don't go to poetry slams and like all that type of thing like me so I would think that she wouldn't be as into the piece or if I thought about getting feedback about a piece of my writing I wouldn't think of her initially as a person I would go to but I took the defense, I took the wall down. These fake parameters that we make of what the type of person is that we can give feedback on for an idea that we have or a dream that we want to accomplish, the people that we take along on the journey. Sometimes we create so many filters for people. We disqualify ourselves, we disqualify them. And then this thing that could be beautiful and that could touch people and that could inspire, it never sees the light of day. It never sees the light of day. So I want to introduce the power tool for the week. Um, and as you can notice, I'm really going in on this power thing. So we're setting in, we have power and setting intentions. With that, I shared my power punch and how setting intentions for me kind of all got started. I gave my power play of how from when I went from where I was feeling at the time when I wrote my piece to how I was going to play that out to really break down the defense mechanisms that I had up from creating me setting intentions and then now I want to share some power tools for how I keep that up so my power tool isn't super wild it's not something that you have to go buy and do or nothing like that it's simply getting a pen and paper 
and writing it out. Writing it out. There's going to be some times when something you write seems crazy or it's intimidating. Writing about your mom and like trauma and all that stuff is not fun. It's not sexy all the time, but it's some, it's a power tool. It's some great stuff that can come out on the other side. And when you put one nail in and then you put another nail in, now you have a structure, you have a foundation and you can build up from there. But without seeing it, making it plain, and being real with ourselves on what we want, sometimes the final product won't come to fruition. So I just want to prompt you guys to write down what's that thing? Like, what is the crazy, crazy, crazy goal that you have that you kind of can't see right now? Or maybe you know that you're standing in your own way. And that's a tough pill to swallow. Or somebody else is in your way. Maybe it is a mom thing or whatever it is. You might have to have a difficult conversation to get over that. Or you got to sign up for therapy. Or maybe it ain't that deep, but just writing it down will be enough. And you can stare at it or repeat it to yourself every day. I know people do post-it notes on their mirror. Whatever that thing is, just writing it. Sometimes we get so scared. I know for me, there are times I only write in pen. So there are times when I write a poem or prose and I'm scared to write the next line because to me that's permanent. And if I scratch it out, then you can see I scratched it out. I don't look as cute on the paper, all this stuff, even though nobody sees my poetry book but me. So if I see a scratch out, I know that the, the new line I wrote is better anyway. So it really doesn't matter. But that imperfection, that blemish on that page, I, I don't want to face it. I don't want to actualize it. I don't want to show that this piece wasn't 100% good and well when it first flowed out. And that's insane. Because we're human. Because we're people. And there's authenticity in that scratch out. In that blemish. That's the piece that's relatable. Later on when you're talking about the poem, maybe you're not talking about what you wrote down or the goal you accomplished. But you're talking about the stuff that you scratched out to get you there. And that'll inspire somebody else. All of it plays into each other so i'm just empowering you guys and um standing hopeful that you'll write out what that thing is that you are hopeful for that's what's the ultimate thing if there was no hose bar if you could do this thing and people would actually rally behind it with you what would it be What's that one thing that's that's nagging you that you kind of don't like how it is now, even though you set it up? Now I was talking to my roommate, I set that up. She was talking to me, inviting me out to dinner, let's have a roommate date. She suggested stuff, which is part of my feedback to her initially while I was mad, is that she don't set up stuff for us to do. Then she set up stuff for us to do, and I was like, nah, I'm good. I'm straight. So I messed it up. So me writing down, oh, I want me and my roommate have a wonderful relationship. That would seem dumb. That would seem counter, counter to everything that I did. But you, it's like you have to put that aside. How does it, how it looks, how it sounds. You got to put that to the side. Write the intention down, and then become at peace with it. At peace if that's something that's on the inside of you that you want to come out. That's okay. I want to be known for my poetry, for writing, for sharing. And 
at first, I was like, I want to be a writer. That's so typical. Or that's so whatever. Or I don't know if I'm be good enough for people to know me for it. So I didn't want to admit that that's something that I want. It's something I want. So from that, I can set, I can set intentions. If I don't think I'm good now that I know I want to be good, I can actually face the fact that I want to be good. Then maybe if there's a writing class, I can go to it. I can slip some more some more stuff under people's doors and email friends, little pieces I do and stuff like that and get feedback. All of that because I've I've now set the intention that this is something that I want to do. And the thing about setting intentions is what I think, what I found, is that half the time what we're writing down, it's been sitting there for a minute on the inside. It's been sitting there and it's waiting on us to water it, to nurture it, to care for it, to recognize it. But we're so afraid of what the others are going to say or what they're going to think that it paralyzes us. It immobilizes us and we end up not moving at all. So the power tool this week is a pen. That's it. It's a pen, paper, and being authentic with yourself for a minute. So I'm imploring you guys that you plug into your power tool this week. That you pull out some good, juicy stuff and that you can create power plays off of that to bring it into action. To make it real and that you can bring others along on the journey with that. So if you do use your power tool this week um, and write some amazing stuff, I would love to read it. Or if you even tell me about it, if you're um, comfortable with that, I won't share it on the show. Um, I just think that's it'll be great um to know that people are actually doing that that it's working for people or even if you're at the beginning stage um maybe I'm the roommate whose door you slip under and it just makes it that much more realer for you um so if you choose to go that route you can hit me on gmail at power and pros at gmail.com that's all for this week's episode be sure to hit me on Instagram at Power and Pros Podcast with how you are embodying standing in power this week. Got some pros you want to share? Shoot me an email at powerandpros at gmail.com. If you love what you heard on the show, don't forget to download, review, and subscribe. Have an amazing week, and remember, there is power in pros.